Hey, this is Get to Know Nobody. I'm Lily, and today I have with me my friend Boomy. <laughs> Hi, guys. It's Boomy Sugarmelt, your friendly kinky neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, like, this is our second recording. Because <laughs> it, like, messed up. Anyways, That's that fine. being We're said, still here. We're like, still here. Still here, though. Backtracking now. Backtracking, yeah. Yeah. So I met her when we used to work in retail together in, yep. like, the worst retail job ever. <laughs> great store. Great store. Just, I would never work there again. Never. <laughs> I would never work there again. Freaking. But we met, like, great people. I was working there for a year, I believe. Um, I joined the team, like, right soon right. after you did. Yeah, right when they opened, too. Yeah, right when they opened. We were part of their grand opening. Yeah, we were part of everything. Part of their grand opening, and they were expected (laughs) to have, like, 80 employees. Oh, my God. (laughs) And it went down to, like... 50? Not even. It went down to, like, like 20 people at the end. Yeah, it was really, like, crazy. They expected so many people, though. Yeah, they expected a lot of people to stay. But it was really, it was really just intense, and we could all tell that like a lot of us were cracking from the pressure, and those of us who like stayed because of the pressure, it's because we really felt like, like our whole like journey there was so worth it, and we yeah. just felt like each other was so worth it, so we kept coming in. They fed us lies. And well, we they just did. Kept, <laughs> we just were like, yes, yes, yes. They did feed us lies, and all of us were just like gunning for like just to like get promoted and things like that we realized all of us could have been extremely extremely useful key tools to that company expanding yeah. and they just i don't know what the fuck <laughs> we could have helped that store survive it's not even there anymore it's not that's not. what i'm saying that that's why i couldn't stay like i said not i love the job so much and like i love the people i met and like i would cry Seriously. when i didn't get promoted like that's how sad I freaking was cry. I would cry. I freaking cry. Why cried. am I still here? Yes. I cried. I appealed. <laughs> I appealed. To our, I'm sorry. I appealed to our fucking manager. And I wrote I wrote a letter. <laughs> freaking Cozell posted the letter in the main office. Oh, I think I saw it too. And they completely ignored it. And it was just like... like it was crazy. Especially for a job that was all like open communication we want you to tell us open door everything. policy yeah all of that oh god it was so stressful it was extremely stressful i had stressful. to leave and like even i left when they were about to close too because i was like really like this is my baby and i don't want to leave it and it was if you're gonna close too. my baby then i don't want to work here anymore yeah and that's literally why like why you left yeah like i didn't want to go to another store because i'm like this store is meant to that be was supposed here. to be it for me I wanted that to be it. I wanted that to be my retail job. Like, yeah. that was it, freaking. Not only that, but, um, you know, if I could have gone further, taken it corporate, go to Japan, whatever the fuck. Exactly. I would have definitely done so that. Many so many promises. So many promises. So many promises. Yeah, so many they promises. hyped us up so hard. Like, gas you up. Not <laughs> yeah. even hype, though. Just <laughs> gas you up. Yeah. Freaking. And they were just, like, whisper small things, like, like, what if you're going to be a supervisor? And you would not end up being a supervisor that day. But they would tell you that so that you would feel some type of way, gas you, like, so crazy. You, when you became a supervisor, they're like, okay, yeah, you're going to be a system manager soon. <laughs> you're here. Oh and you better not disappoint them because they're going to tell you, kick, kiss, kick. <laughs> I will not forget that. That method, that method of teaching people, kick, kiss, kick, or kiss, kick, 
kiss. Whatever one it is. I remember that. They, they made a lot of changes, though. I remember okay. that very well. I use that now. I use that. Oh, you do? Oh, hell yeah. I use so many of the skills that they gave us. I know. They gave us a lot of good skills. So many at skills. at the same time, like... Communication skills, order yeah. skills, organization skills, customer service, um, customer service. Not only that, but also intimidation skills. <laughs> <laughs> they were mad intimidating, like always. And I, I honestly, like, even in my life now, like, um, dealing with more people now than I ever have dealt with then. I'm an amazing communicator. I'm not afraid to say certain things that I was definitely afraid of saying. Um, definitely before. opened me up as a like, because I used to be super. Um, Oh, I don't even know. I'm introverted. Yeah. Yeah, I'm introverted too. I was too. introverted, and then that job made me turn into a monster at some point. Like, yeah, <laughs> it, it kind of had to be a little yeah. bit of a monster, and like, freaking, I, I, I definitely appreciate that because, um, in certain aspects of my life, um, like being a webcam model, being the in the adult industry, and things like that, like. I play I play the role of a switch. Like I'm a I'm a switch naturally, which means I can be submissive or dominant. And working at that job where the staff was so dominant mm-hmm. really taught me how to affirm my voice and how to do certain things. Like when you're playing the role of a dominatrix and you're trying to put a submissive in their place, you have to use that method of talking to them. You have to kiss them and then kick them and then kiss them again. And then you need to kick them and then kiss them and then kick them again. And I would not have ever mm-hmm. known what that was without them using it on yeah. me. <laughs> without them literally using it on me and making yeah. me feel submissive and making me feel like I need to impress them yeah. and really get this, like, you know, get this going. And that is crazy. It's very real. And that aspect of power play is in so many aspects of our life, whether it's in fetish or in retail, there's power play. Yeah. Definitely. There's dominant and submissive everywhere, whether it's, like, you know, platonic or not. And I can definitely feel for sure, for sure, I can say for sure that I was that store's bitch. Yeah. For sure. I can, de- I can say that without point. any, like, <laughs> any regrets <laughs> whatsoever. That store definitely made me his bitch. And I wanted to impress that store. Yeah, and I wanted to serve time. that store for the longest time. For the longest time I wanted to stay. And that's how dominatrixes make their slaves feel. They make them feel like you want to stay, you want to improve, you want to yeah. keep going, and you always want to try to get to that top tier. Three freaking years for me. <laughs> yeah, like, Three freaking years. Yeah, like it's really, it's really, it's very real. Um, and I haven't stopped using kick, kiss, kick ever since. I have to, we have to use it, like, especially as, um, you know, like, I'm not, I'm not too short. I'm five, six, I'm an average height woman, but I'm skinny. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times people uh, take that not very seriously mm-hmm. um, because I'm skinny or because I have a soft voice. So yeah. you have to learn certain ways to keep your power. I've never see you beat your <laughs> <laughs> Right, like, <laughs> freaking a lot. Like, oh my God, like, a lot of people can't really ever see me being aggressive, but I had I learned how to, how to be aggressive yeah. and things like that. And not only that, but, oh, I learned how to be, how to be a, an aggressor because um, once I learned, well, I always kind of knew that I was a people person. I always kind of knew that I was a people pleaser. And I could talk to people and stuff like that. Or people like me or mm-hmm. they react to me, um, like I was saying. And I was, like I was saying like, um, about like, the last time, I think, um, most of my life, I felt like I got a lot of like, 
negative negative sexual attention and I didn't really know how to like do that I felt like people Mm -hmm. were like taking that energy and like um kind of like pushing it on me and once I really started learning more about myself and opening up more and um after I left that job I couldn't find another one so that's kind of when I started looking toward the strip club I wanted to make more money also we were working in fucking king of prussia living in philadelphia we were handling two sets of taxes it was yeah, ridiculous everyone, it was ridiculous mostly everyone's commute was like the, the commute was shitty and then the taxes and everything was really shitty so i went from getting two sets of taxes getting getting taken out of my what was it nine twenty five an hour paycheck to dancing from 12 to 4 no taxes in, involved and making $400, and that was kind of the, like, end of me, like, wanting to have a regular job, (laughs) definitely the end of that, definitely the end of me wanting to have a regular job, but definitely wanting me to, um, like, just take my skills and hone them some more, and like I was saying earlier, like, um, I just kind of felt like if some women are brave enough to go in there, and they're in more dire situations Mm -hmm. than me, they're, some of them are young mothers or they really just, you know, everyone's situation is different. They yeah. have their own struggles. But I was like, if I'm, if, if I have like all of this sexual energy going on around me and I don't really know how to control it or, or whatever to do with it, mm-hmm. I should go and figure out what it is. And I should like face that and own it. At the time I was 23 and that's a great age to really, um, start owning your sexuality and living your life that way and um after I went into the club I really did find out that all the negative comments I was getting when I was growing up were really just from people not really knowing how to handle their own sexual energy or their own sexuality and you know kind of just deflecting that upon me and I was always the type of person like I didn't start masturbating till I was 18 but I, but oh I always gosh. knew I always knew that I would be a sexual person. Mm-hmm. I just had that understanding, yeah. and um, I didn't want to. I didn't want to like have my sexual life as a child. I wanted to have it as an adult. Yeah, I wanted to be able to drink, to be able to go places, to be able to talk to multiple people at once, and that's something that I was not ever ready for before twenty three or twenty five. At 25, I feel like it's um, it's perfect setting for that sort of thing, for being um, more mature and, um, you know, really living your your sexual life the way that you want to live it. But I always was into fetish. I was always into things like that, always curious. Mm-hmm. But I kind of just, like, held on to it, just held on to it. So when people would say things to me, like, in school or, like, you know, I mean, like, you're wearing a really short skirt today or you're feeling like this today, I would be like, nope, no. Like, I'm really in, in control of myself. Like, I had a lot of self-control. But by the time I did start having sex, I knew I knew exactly how much of it I would be having and how often of it I would be having it. I knew that already, and that's how it was, freaking. And I, um, I've always kind of been like that. Like, I was just, um, I don't know, it's just one of those people who was just like, you know what? I better get ready for when I'm older because I'm going to be a handful. <laughs> um, definitely freaking um, 
Um, what, when, where was I? Oh, yeah. So, um, at 23, I started, like, not too long after Uniqlo started working. Oh, I'm, God, I didn't mean to say the name. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Freaking, um, but then, um, I started working at the club, worked at the club for a year. Mm-hmm. Um, had all kinds of experiences, met all kinds of women mm-hmm. who taught me so much about myself and so much about their own lives. I met women so much younger than me who already had two children who were already working harder than me already you know what I mean mm-hmm. doing things like that so it was kind of like you know I need to it made me want to buckle down it made me want to um become stronger me want to become stronger if I was 23 in the in the, in the club and I met someone who was 21 already has a child mm-hmm. already has so many things in her life that she has to take care of there is no way that I can't be as brave as her yeah. right now and I should be you know what I mean I should be and freaking and I love those women I love them so much and they really have helped me out they've helped me avoid certain types of things that you wouldn't ever learn about um sex or about being an adult anywhere else in your life how to talk to people how to make sure that people hear you how to yeah. make sure that people respect you and that they give you what you're asking for and what you need um and then after, like I said, after my, my first year, I did have a boyfriend, and it wasn't the easiest thing. Some trust issues started evolving, and I wasn't sure exactly, like, how to keep my relationship stable while I was um, dancing, so I did stop. And um, But once we hit a snag in our financial life again, I started camming. And... I um I started off with the phone sex line. That's right, dollar ninety nine a minute, um, and the phone sex line was very interesting. <laughs> um, I I've always had like a nice voice, and I've always been able to like I can just feed off of people anything that they're saying. I can mm-hmm. just kind of like um, reverb back and um, kind of do that sort of thing, and that was cool. Um, there are some creeps on phone sex lines you know what I mean definitely you have to as far as like being a girl in the sex industry period you have to be aware of people who want to do very creepy and taboo things like Mm -hmm. uh, race players and things like that like I am not Mm -hmm. okay with that yeah there's definitely people who look for that um and you have to avoid things like that um but once you meet customers who do like you get consistent callers and things like that then mm-hmm. you, it's good and like I said that one website they pay out like every 10 days and then you can take um your same material and put it on another website that's also paying out every mm-hmm. two weeks and you can get payout direct deposit from both of them um with content that's already done content that's already pre-recorded like I could um even pre-record my voice and sell it it's like a oh, voice yeah. track and I used to do that for someone <laughs> I used to leave him voicemail messages yeah. on his um, voicemail, and he would send me Amazon gift cards for them. And, um, yeah, like, it's just, just saying or talking in whatever, like, mode or fetish that they like. And um, that works for me for, some, for quite some time. Then I moved on to another site, um, moved on to Minivids, and started selling pre-recorded masturbation videos. And that's when the whole, like, porn thing, I mm-hmm. guess, and me, I guess, like, kind of started or whatever, <laughs> and everyone kind of started freaking out, like, oh my gosh, you're doing porn, blah, 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 
oh my god don't do that stuff or whatever like Mm -hmm. getting so scared but I had been doing it for like a couple months and no one knew like (laughs) and everyone was just like everyone's gonna find out no one knew no one knew I was doing any of this stuff whatsoever Mm -hmm. like I had videos up there for weeks and no one told no one called me no one nothing you know what I mean it's just like it really wasn't all out there as much as people think it was and it's on a site where you only see it if you know about that site yeah and if you're a member of that site it's the only way you can get it (laughs) so (laughs) it wasn't like um you know all of a sudden my legs are spread across the world wide web that's never real unless Mm -hmm. you're like Sasha Gray yeah yeah she's like platinum famous you know what I mean so like that's different (laughs) I am not Sasha Gray so I I really want to just have like my own um brand and my own section of people who are looking for the type of things that I do yeah and um kind of just serve them for as long as I can Mm -hmm. and I I would I'll do it for years I'll do it for you can really do like webcamming for a long time people don't believe it they think it's all about skinny young girls but there's women in their 50s making very very good money on webcam very very good money and it doesn't stop you can be i know women 300 pounds and they're doing their goddamn thing you know what i mean they're doing it like they're making money and they're not being shy about their bodies whatsoever it has no type of like limit or anything like that I mean, there's everyone has their own like category and what they like. Surprisingly, right? Everyone has their own category and what they like. And when it I comes think... to sex, because I know like yeah. social media paints it a different way. It totally but does. When it, comes to, but when it comes to sex, like there's a fetish for everything. Mm. Dude, there's a fetish for freaking everything, literally. And like I was saying, I do the um, I do dominant and submissive. So I have a submissive slave who has a wedgie fetish and he is so sweet like i really love him mm-hmm. i really do like god bless the subs everyone knows that um he buys me calvin klein to um like force into a wedgie and he does not want me i can't do it with my hands like i have to like really squat and really like force it into a wedgie and he likes when i make him worship that wedgie and mm-hmm. i put it in the camera and i say all kinds of like very aggressive yeah. things and I only say aggressive things if, if they're requested, mm-hmm. if they're asked. And this was for, like, a custom video, you know, 25 minutes. My custom videos aren't that expensive. I think he paid he paid $65 mm-hmm. plus the Calvin Klein. So you're talking about, like, maybe $120 he paid completely for this 25-minute video. Mm-hmm. And um, he's consistent. He's consistent. He's great. Um, and he likes when I call him a little bitch. He likes when I say, fuck you. He likes all of that. But right after the right after I'm done doing all of that, sticking my middle finger up and telling him to sniff my ass, mm-hmm. I blow him a kiss and say thank you very much because I love what you do for me, and and I love doing it for you as well. You know what I mean? And we have very very like very very cute and intimate emails where we're just like you know what I mean just talking regularly. I, I really like him a lot. He's really great. He's really really great. And I love um, I love submissive men. They're extremely intriguing. And they're extremely serving. And I really, really like that. It's really nice. Like, I like him so much. I do. I do. And I haven't ever really liked... And that's the thing. Like, I wasn't ever... You know I'm not an aggressive person. I didn't really become like that until, like, 
guys started asking me to Did say like things that? like that. <laughs> yeah, and you meet guys like that in the strip club too. You do, because um, there's, I mean, I mean, all of us dancers know that, but <laughs> there's plenty of guys who come into the club who want um, cock and ball torture, mm. who want to be called a little bitch, who want their like balls stepped on with stripper shoes and stuff like that. Yeah, who like really like to worship and things like there's lots of guys that come into the strip club like that um and i like i like meeting them there too mm-hmm. i do like i i like i like that as well i know one girl one girl i know she found like a foot sub at her club and <laughs> he let her stick his, her whole foot in his mouth for two hundred dollars oh my gosh fuck yeah two hundred dollars yeah <laughs> That's my bitch, though. Like, she makes mad money. Like, she's a financial dominatrix, so that's, mm-hmm. like, her game is money. Um, financial domination, dominate, domination is, like, a new fetish. And I'm, like, what they call, like, I'm, like, a femdom brat. So I'm more, like, like a bratty type girl who will ask mm-hmm. you for money. Where she's, like, run me my money. Mm-hmm. Like, give it to me. <laughs> where I'm, like, you know, like, I'll probably be like you know daddy i need another hundred dollar pairs of shoes or i'll be like um i'll say to my daddy like uh if i had a bad day at the club like i only made a hundred dollars what am i supposed to do with that my shoes are a hundred dollars i really need some more like Mm -hmm. i need some more money that's how i am like i'll just be like i'm bratty about it but she's more like no this isn't enough 500 isn't enough (laughs) today i need another 500 now (laughs) Freaking, yeah, and I admire women like that, too, because there's really all kinds of levels to the power that you can have over yourself. Yeah. And that's really what it is. It's just the power over yourself and the power to ask for what you really, really want. Yeah. Yeah, and there's definitely people out there who really want to give it to you. Okay, <laughs> um, is there anything else I'm missing? Is there anything you want to ask? Oh, yeah, me? I was going to, because we touched about this already, mm-hmm. and, like, um, why you don't want to be, like, in the industry. An industry model. Yeah. yeah, because um once you are in the industry, it's kinda like just like how actors are, like how their whole lives are everybody's business. Yeah. And um because the porn that they shoot is put on Pornhub and is for free, people will be more negligent to buy their independent work. Yeah. And um because you can just search them and just find whatever you want on them they will be hesitant to buy their photo sets by by um you know videos that they do on their own or subscribe to their their to their um programs and things like that or to their platforms and i feel like it sucks because um no one wants to feel dehumanized during porn mm-hmm. like they do they do like kind of do that you know what i mean you are broken down to your to your like very basic form when you're in porn you know what i mean you're just a body and you're being used for that certain thing. But, however, the fact that it's so free already... Yeah. Kind of is just, like, it gives some people the excuse that they can just, like, ah, oh, whatever, I don't care. You know what yeah. I mean? It's out here. She's out here. I don't have to give her anything. Yeah. And that's not right. It's not right. I think that you should... Even if you do, like, a, a porn star and her stuff is free, you should tip her offline. You yeah. have an extra $5. We all do tip her offline she has to pay agency fees she has to pay all kinds of stuff you know what i mean we Mm -hmm. she has to pay people back 
for the money that she's made and you should help her out as well she has we have to buy our own wardrobes yeah you don't want to see us in cam in the same bra and underwear every Mm -hmm. day and this stuff is expensive those shoes are expensive like i was saying freaking (laughs) every single pair of my shoes is 60 dollars and up every single pair of them my underwear is expensive especially if girls have their own style you know what i mean toys are expensive interactive toys are expensive any any of that stuff is very expensive and um you know we all know that money doesn't grow on trees it circulates yeah that's what money does and that's one of the things i learned the most in the strip club money circulates every single george washington Mm -hmm. dollar in this country goes through a stripper's g-string at least twice period 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 like period (laughs) you know what i mean like the money that that fireman is making has gone through my underwear. Mm-hmm. That chemist, that surgeon, any of them have all given me money. And yeah. I've given it right back to society. Yeah. And it happens all the time. We see everybody. When society's doing well, strippers are doing well. Because mm-hmm. it really is like that economic cesspool of yeah. just like, yeah, like of all of that. And it's really crazy. But as far as like um, even have even porn stars who dance on the side yeah to make extra money yeah to make extra money and you would think porn is a billion dollar business but those people are not billionaires no the actors are not billionaires and it's hard there are people who make more money at home on cam than porn stars do there's a girl she's very famous um what's her name what's her name she's a penthouse she's a penthouse pet bailey what is it riley one of those names she's so sweet she's a sweet ass girl she was going to be a kindergarten teacher and mm-hmm. a lot of us are like that i was going to be a kindergarten teacher <laughs> a lot of cam girls are some of the sweetest homemaking girls you'll ever fucking meet they want to be teachers they want to be nurses they want to be all mm-hmm. kinds of stuff and she was going to take a teaching job that was giving her twenty thousand dollars a year and that woman makes eighty thousand on cam mm-hmm eighty thousand dollars versus twenty thousand versus twenty thousand and there are industry models who don't make what she makes and she makes it by herself that's that's incredible you know what i mean it's incredible she does spend 14 hours on camera though Mm -hmm. that's the trade-off she spends her whole day on camera but it is eighty thousand dollars it is and she doesn't have to work with anybody else it's a lot of money like (laughs) it's a lot of money she doesn't have to do anything i i wouldn't ever become an industry model if I was making that much that's true yeah and not only that but people from the industry call her (laughs) like penthouse the magazine called her to take Mm -hmm. a picture of her she doesn't need to be a porn star to be to have a magazine cover you don't need to be a porn star to have a magazine cover you don't need to be an industry model to have a magazine cover you can be a cam model and have all of that you can be a cam model and feature you really are your own boss you're your own thing you can feature with um certain companies like i have thought about it like if a company that i really like you know like maybe like um who do i like (laughs) um i'm very picky i'm very very picky like i kind of like bang bros i kind of like razors i kind of like reality kings Mm -hmm. i like um i like alt porn a lot burning angels really fucking cool um and shit like that like if fuck oh my god if burning angel called me then shit like i would be like fuck yeah (laughs) i probably it would be hard to not say no to that Mm -hmm. but what i would probably do just to try to be like smart and make sure that i can still like drive people toward my content is i would probably do a girl on girl scene Mm -hmm. 
So then that way it's like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the only one that's free is me with a chick. <laughs> but the one with me with a guy is on my page. Go yeah. find that. Go buy it. <laughs> that's kind of how I, that's exactly what I'm thinking about doing. Like if I do any industry thing, it'll be purely like girl on girl. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, because I just like I'm so picky and I am so finicky about what my stuff is called yeah yeah because i did i did a boy on girl scene in virginia um where am I, like, oh. I did a, a boy on girl scene in virginia with this guy who also has his own mini vids mm-hmm. and um he paid me and stuff like that and it's kind of like um sometimes the trade-off is like they pay you but like sometimes they just pay you up front and you don't get any royalties they just pay yeah. you and that's it like mm-hmm. you were just in it but they get to call it whatever they want yeah do whatever they want it was my first time doing that it was like i was telling you like four months ago mm-hmm. I, I changed my life four months ago yeah and um because i had actually i've started and stopped with cam work a lot i had gotten into fights with my family felt abandoned yeah and all kinds of stuff so i, I you're talking about like i deleted and remade my profile three times yes you did. three times <laughs> three times Three different names, three different everything. And it was because I was, like, I was crying, having arguments with my boyfriend, having arguments with my brother and sister. They think I'm going down the wrong path, and I'm just yeah. trying to eat. So it was very, very hard. Um, and one time someone called me. I was, like, down on my luck. And this money that I got from them from doing this, from doing that one scene with them, jump-started all of this. Because I knew all I needed was that good start. All I needed was a that good couple hundred dollars mm-hmm. to get off my ass. Yeah. And as soon as I did that, I didn't even care about the scene. I really didn't. Mm-hmm. I didn't even care about the scene. I was just like, I'm going to go down there. I'm going to fuck him. And I'm going to leave. Yeah. I'm going to leave with my money. And I'm going to do my thing. Because I don't really care about this thing. <sighs> but even though I had fun, and even though it was cool, I ended up hating what they ended up calling the video. What did they call it? Oh, God. Just you don't talk- have to share if you don't want people looking at it. Right. Freaking, they will look at it because he actually he started doing a lot better okay. after he shot with me. Fucking, <laughs> because I, I really have, like, some strange luck online. Like, I'm not very popular, but I do sell. Yeah. I'm not very popular, but I sell and I make payout. And I shouldn't be able to do any of that, but I do. And this guy, he has a professional cameraman. He wasn't selling anything. So, you know what I mean? Freaking. But they ended up calling it... Um, and they they put it like I guess this whole thing because he shot with a few other girls as yeah. well, and I ended up calling it um, "Your Girl's a Freak," and I was like, oh. "This is why, this is why." And it's like freaking not that I don't love black people. I love black people, but I'm like an alternative black person, and I do not like that. Like, I was like, that's the last time I'm shooting with anyone else mm-hmm. because my artistic differences yeah you will not ever be calling me that or like i know i'm a freak like you know what i mean but the way that they set that title up it's just so unesthetic to me Mm -hmm. so unesthetic and i can't be aligned with certain things like that i am a black woman in the industry and i want to be set apart yeah i don't want to be labeled with something like that's so generic it's so generic. generic it's so generic your girl's a freak I can no, see why he didn't like, sell them. Yeah, I can like, tell girl, you see why like, he didn't sell them. <laughs> it's like, it's not about your girl's a freak. It's not about any of that. Like, fucking, 
my whole thing, if you just go to my page, you see that I'm a lot more creative than that. Yeah. And the only reason why I don't want to do things like that is because the type of people who started calling me after they saw that yeah. were not the type of people I want to work with. Yeah. And um, so I, sometimes it's like, um, not that I don't love my own people, sometimes we, they just don't take enough risk with creativity. They just don't. And I'm not always accepted by my own people either because yeah. of my creativity. And for that moment, I felt like um, this is why I can't like work with anyone else who's mm-hmm. not alt, who's not alternative, or who's not like punk or something like that because they just won't get where I'm coming from. Yeah. And um, I, they definitely didn't understand where I was coming from. Like, what's wrong with this? Blah, blah, blah. Everybody's going to think you're so popping. I know I'm popping. Yeah. I know that. Like... I gained, you. <laughs> <laughs> like, I gained, like, so many followers from that. Like, I gained followers on my own, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, freaking the cameraman was all like, oh, yeah, this is going to get you up to all those followers. I said, I did that by myself. Yeah. I got all these followers by myself. I sell by myself. I take these pictures by myself. And the, uh, yeah, I like having professional sh- pictures done and everything, but... I just can't work with people who have different artistic views than I do. Yeah. I just can't, like, because I'll be upset. I'll, I'll be upset, like, if I find myself in another video with some, like, hood-ass name like that. Like, fuck out of here. Boomy Sugar Melt is not for that shit. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not for that shit at all. Like, I would rather you had called it, like, I don't know, like, sweet black girl fucks like a fairy something like that that's more my aesthetic you can look on any of my pages and see that that's my aesthetic period because i feel like when you title it that way it that's that itself gets lost with everyone else's stuff and i'm like she's different like it definitely got lost with everybody else's stuff like i was like oh god but the the guy i'm about to shoot with we're both different and we both like anime and stuff like that Mm -hmm. so i think it's gonna be good like I think it's going to be really, really good. Like, we're going to do, like, some cosplay, Street Fighter, Sailor Moon type stuff. Mm-hmm. And that shit will not be called Your Girl's a Freak. Oh, my God. I can't. I was just so unimpressed by that. <laughs> and freaking, they were a little bit upset with me because they said I started acting Hollywood or something like that. And I was like, first of all, I don't act Hollywood. Sometimes what I think is not okay is that people judge books by their cover. Just because I came down there in a tough spot in my life does yeah. not mean that that was the best thing that ever happened to me. Like yeah. I said, I just needed a jump off. Yeah. And then they wanted to get upset because I said they were a jump off. But you were my jump off. Yeah. You were my jump off. And there's nothing... You were my jump off. It's not that it's big to me. Yeah, yeah. The you were not that big to me. My money has quadrupled since mm-hmm. then. Like, you know what I mean? And that's all I needed from you. Yeah. I just needed that that jump to get myself back into the club, to get myself my lights again, to get my camera again. Yeah. And now I definitely don't have to, like, even think about relying on anyone else. Of course. All you can say is thank you for the opportunity. (laughs) Yes, thank you. That's what I said. Thank you for the opportunity. And, and of course, like, that guy, he kind of likes me or whatever because I'm, like, I'm really nice. Like, I'm really wonderful and, like, sweet. And sometimes during porn, things can be really emotionless yeah and things like that especially with the guys and stuff like that because there's pressure for them to stay hard and stuff like that and it's very hard for them sometimes like um if you're shooting for like three hours yeah because you guys have to stop and like we have to stop every two seconds like porn is not that glamorous guys (laughs) like you know like sometimes we do like to think that they just got these two people together and they're just 
you know, yeah. they're just going to go. A lot of times they are stopping you every two seconds to take pictures, to adjust something or whatever. Like I could have his cock in my hand ready to go mm-hmm. and they could just ask me to lick it once and stop take a bunch of pictures, take yeah. all this stuff. So he has to, like, struggle to, like, stay hard during that whole time. Yeah, it does. And then, you know those funny things you watch <laughs> porn, and then some people watch only for, like, three minutes mm-hmm. when the scene has been shot for, like... Oh, my gosh. In California, they go seven hours sometimes. That's why they get paid so much, because they go for a long time. And that's why those guys, they have to use so many enhancers and things like that. And I'm the type of girl, like, if you, like... You know, if, you, if you're not that hard anymore or whatever, I'm not going to have an attitude about it. I'm mm-hmm. going to treat you like a human being. Yeah. I'm going to ask you if you want any water. I'm going to ask you if you want any help, baby. Mm-hmm. And that's what I did. I was very, very nice to him. I helped him every time that he needed help. Mm-hmm. And we ended up making a pretty cool connection. But we, but I totally am still, like, at odds with his artistic choices. <laughs> I am. I still am. He's a sweet guy. And we cuddled afterwards. Mm-hmm. But I still feel that way. <laughs> we did cuddle. And he's like, oh, it's so cute how you're so soft. And I'm just like, look, like, I'm not an animal. I'm not going to treat you like an animal. I'm here. I'm being vulnerable. I need yeah. this money. You're going to give it to me. I'm going to be nice to you. Yeah. I'm going to be nice to you and sweet so that you send me home nicely and everything like that. And he gave me a little bit more than I was expecting. And I was really happy about that really really happy about that and all we did was uh we did just regular like bj and like um some riding and things like that it was cool like it was a really cool scene um i definitely would like to do a scene again but Wait, i just want to be in so, charge because i've never seen this but yeah you guys done you guys did like was it basic like just very basic sex mm-hmm. sexual things well, and he called it freak I know. <laughs> I know. That's what I'm saying. That like, makes I'm, no sense. It's probably because my blowjobs are, like, super great. Mm-hmm. Like, my blowjobs are, like, super wet and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So that's probably what it was. And I was playing, I was playing, like, I was wearing my Afro wig, and I was, like, playing, like, a retro girl who was, like, in oh, his shit. dream or whatever. And, um, freaking, yeah. So we, like, started it with a, a blowjob and stuff like that, and that was pretty cool. Um... And it, it looked it looked pretty cool. Freaking, I didn't like all the pictures that they took, but I, I know it was good. Like, I just mm-hmm. know it was I know my blowjobs are, like, fucking great. And I just know they are. Freaking, um... I think the name that you said earlier would have been better. <laughs> right, <laughs> like, just something like that, because it, it was, like, super sweet. And, like, um, or they could have even called it, like, um, I don't know, something like a... a a foxy dream, foxy brown dream or something like that. Yeah. Something like that because that's what it was. I was wearing like this cute like bell bottoms, like mm-hmm. see-through and I just looked like really dreamy cute. and stuff like that and freaking, oh my gosh, I was riding the shit out of him. Like like we were in a hotel and I'm a really hard rider. Like if I'm on top, I'm a really, really hard rider. Freaking, I was grabbing the baseboard, shaking the bed <laughs> and everything. Like it was great. Freaking, and they asked me how I wanted it to end. I'm not on the pill, so I asked for a facial. And they were like, really? And I was like, yes, I like mm-hmm. them. I really like facials a lot, and I hadn't had one since my breakup. So I was like, that would mean, mean a lot to me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it would mean a lot to me if I could have a facial and, you know, if you could cuddle me afterwards. Mm-hmm. And that's totally how it went down. And I, that's I was like, first of all, I'm too cute to be called Ya Girl is a Freak. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Y-A, Ya <"Yuh> Girl. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> 
that yeah i'm so too cute for that and i sucked his dick way too cute for that as well <laughs> i did i did freaking and that's the one thing is that like um i don't know i'm very like very regular when it comes to like talking about uh sex and stuff like that like i'm totally an introverted extrovert like introverted extrovert. i really am it's because um like i have a big personality but i am very self like withdrawn mm-hmm. um except for when it comes to things like this yeah Every time it's like things like this, I can like talk forever. But if it's like regular shit, I'll be like <laughs> shy and like I don't know. Freaking sex is kind of like my expertise. Like I know a lot about it. I know a lot about different fetishes and different things like that. In that world now, which is like a world that I'm not part of. Freaking, it's so it's nice a whole to learn world. about it. Like, it is it's a exciting, whole world. Because I'm like, oh, I know somebody. <laughs> I tell Let's people talk that. About it. Freaking, I tell people that at the club. They'll be like, what's BDSM? Oh. And I'll be like, it's really secret. Like, if you're not really a part of it, then you just don't know. But if you if you are a part of it or curious about becoming a part of it, you should. You should uh, read articles and meet people and things like yeah. that. Because it'll add a whole other element of passion to your life. It did for me. It definitely did for me. I've been studying BDSM since I was um, 19. I wasn't practicing since I was 19, but I was studying it since mm-hmm. I was 19. And um, I guess it started becoming my real lifestyle um, about two, three years ago. It became like an actual like thing thing for mm-hmm. me. Like this is how I live my everyday life now. And I like it. I like it a lot. Like freaking I am... I call myself, what do I call myself? I call myself a femme switch sometimes, or I'll call myself um, a femme switch pet because I love pet play. Um, sometimes I like to be a kitten. Sometimes I like to be a bunny. Sometimes I like to be a fox. Like, it all depends on who I'm with and how subservient I feel with them yeah. and what kind of submissiveness they make me feel. And... Um, I've always owned, I just own it now. It was really hard before because it's easier when you have a partner. Yeah. And you have somebody to kind of like validate those feelings for you. And that's one of the reasons why um, being single and going out and doing this sort of thing was very scary at first because I didn't have anybody to defend me, I felt. Yeah. I was just doing it by myself. I feel like a fucking... um, Oh, they call it. They call you a stray when you're a pet and you don't have a um have an owner. Oh. So being a stray and doing your own webcam work, it does make you sad because you want you want to be with someone. Yeah. You know, you want to be with that person, that dominant person in your life. So right now, it was kind of like wow. Like I felt like um I had to give myself a whole new type of courage now because yeah. I am a submissive like girl who really likes to have the like the encouragement and the defending of like a dominant partner and I mm-hmm. didn't have that and now I'm kind of just like now I'm like owning it now I don't care now I just like I'm owning myself I don't belong to anybody and freaking and if you want me to belong to you you're gonna have to have like so much shit <laughs> you have to have so much shit together because now that my shit's getting together I'm having so much fun being a wild ass stray doing whatever the fuck she wants yeah. and fucking whoever she wants and that's exactly what I'm doing. Some people do try to get smart, like what is that a dog collar around your neck? And I'm just like, first of all, I'm not a dog. Mm-hmm. 
First of all, I'm not a dog. You could call me a kitten or you could call me a fox, but neither one of them are a dog. Yeah. You know what I mean? Maybe you're a dog. Maybe that's why you identify with that so much. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then people get tripped up or whatever. But um, that's where, like, a lot of it, being on my own, has given me that type of power to defend myself in yeah. public. Because that's what people do. They see that you're different and they want to poke at it or whatever and think that it's silly or think that it's a game. But it really, it's just very passionate emotions and responsible adults. Who are willing to admit them because people who i think people who don't admit these sort of things and try them anyway yeah that's very unhealthy it's very unhealthy to try that sort of thing anyway but you know what i mean but you, you i really feel like um fetish is for for adults <laughs> it is it's for adults it's definitely for adults freaking there was one thing we were talking about last time that i totally forgot how we got into it but we were talking about fucking anal Oh, how yeah. do we fucking get into that? I mean, I'm gonna take. We're gonna do a break right now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then, oh my god, this is gonna be a two parter. Freaking, <laughs> do you want to smoke some weed? Yeah. Okay. We can great. Do it. All right. Yay. So ah! we're doing a break now, and then. Yeah. <laughs> cool. 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 We'll come back. Yeah, we'll come back. Okay, so we're back with Boomy, and um. Yeah. We're gonna talk about, well. I suggested that, like, the only reason why I started anal was because I watched Bonnie Ryan. <laughs> and she made it look so freaking fun. And, like, she looked like she enjoyed it so much that I was like, I think I want to do anal. Because I previously, I liked done anal, and I yeah. liked it, but I couldn't, I didn't know how to prep for it. I didn't know how to yeah, do anything. Yeah, so much. And I was like, it's so oh, much. Gosh. And then after watching her a couple times, I'm like, she makes doing anal super fun. I'm going to start like, being able to do it on the regular. Like, that's the goal, is to be able to do it on the regular. Oh, my gosh. Same. Same here. Like, um, freaking the first time I ever tried anal was with my last boyfriend. And I was pretty nervous, but I really liked him a lot. Mm-hmm. And I always had, like, um, that sort of... I feel like everyone's anal, like, feelings are different. Yeah. Some women are more sensitive back there than others. I found out that I was. After I found out that I was, like, I was, was curious, and he was like, I kind of want to do it once. And first time we did it, honestly, I started laughing like a fucking schoolgirl because it felt so good. Like, it was so good, and I was so surprised. I started laughing, and he was really happy, of course, about that. And after that, um, he was the first person to buy me my first anal plug. Um, he was my first for a lot of things. He was my first uh, real full-time, like, fetish relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a collar for him, and he wore one for me as well. He wore a sterling silver vibrator around his neck every day for me. And that's why, like, <laughs> that's why, like, that's probably, like, the relationship I'm still, like, really, really healing from yeah. is because we were, we were there. Yeah. We were there. I wore, a, I wore like, a padlock mm-hmm. around my neck for him. Like, I loved him very, very much. And, um... So, yeah, we, he was, like, my first person. He got me anal beads for the first time, all of that. And once I really started, like, experimenting with that area of my body, it was amazing. I experienced an orgasm for the first time in that area, and that was crazy. I didn't even know that I could oh, do that, really? but I was always, like, had that kind of, like, feeling or whatever. Mm-hmm. And once I felt that for the first time, it was insane. And I also, I learned a lot of different orgasms with him. I learned that I could have anal orgasms and foot orgasms with him. Um, so, yeah, yeah, definitely. And some people, that's why I say, some people's bodies are very sensitive. Yeah. Some, people's, some people 
have orgasms in many different parts of their mm-hmm. bodies. Um, and, like, as far as, like, anal goes, like, I really feel like um, after I started getting into it, it was kind of like, um, it was so fun that you don't want to stop doing it. And, um, like, I have, like, lots of different sets of, like, little plugs, big plugs mm-hmm. or whatever. I have um, three plug videos right now that are doing okay <laughs> um <laughs> freaking and um as far as like to me doing toys with anal is so much different than doing like a cock with anal it's yeah. not the same like the stretching is completely different <laughs> of course it's like this yeah. it's just this <laughs> it's so different but like um i feel like prepping with toys is the best way that you're ever going to go Anal beads are the friendliest thing to start with, with anyone who's starting with anal. Anal beads is it. Get anal beads. Get anal beads, please. Um, Get plugs. Get plugs and, like, wear them and, like, get used to the stretching. Mm -hmm. Because if you get used to the stretching, then you can really, like, start doing it. Like, mm-hmm. really start doing anal, like, whenever, like, whenever you feel to do <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, being, um, but, yeah, it's, it's the prepping part that kills me, because I'm just like, I know I want to do anal, so yeah. I should prep for it if I'm going to go do it's this totally, with this It's totally reasonable. I think prepping is everything. I'm yeah. all about being prepped. I'm all about being clean and things like that, because you want the experience to be clean. You want it like that. Of and course, because when it's messy, I get upset um, with myself. Everyone's going to be <laughs> like that. Everyone's, yeah, totally. Freaking... And, like, I mean, there have been times when, um, when I, like, I guess intuitively, like, kind of knew that I was empty. Mm-hmm. So, and that worked out. You know what I mean? Like, I, um, probably because I've been doing it for so long now. <laughs> like, freaking, I did, a, um, I did a video where, like, I was just chilling one day. I wanted to do a casual video, so I'm just, like, smoking my blunt. And I'm getting, like, anally horny or whatever. So I'm just like, okay, like, I'm going to just do a video where I'm, like, practicing my plugs and smoking. Mm -hmm. And so I, like, get two of them, two different sizes, like a small one and a big one. And I like to use lube. My lube is is aloe vera. It has aloe vera in it. It tastes like pina colada. Like, I I got it off Amazon. (laughs) Like, I like nice stuff. I do. I like nice, fruity stuff, whatever. And so I'm kind of just, like, smoking and, like, playing with it. And um, and I was so clean. I was so clean that day. It was just so nice. It was just such a nice experience, yeah. So I'll, like, plug myself, and then I'll, like, play with one of my, like, big dildos or something mm-hmm. like that. And I don't know, like, if anyone out there is a squirter, but if you are a squirter, having, like, an anal plug is a definitely squirt button, like, material for sure, like, undeniably (laughs) um like yeah definitely like that's why that's why i love it it'll make you squirt like uncontrollably if you if you squirt you know what i mean (laughs) if that's your thing some some vaginas are different some vaginas are just heavy creamers like yeah me and my stripper sisters were talking about that the other day because like women are always like women are always feeling like jealous of each other for weird reasons big boobs want small boobs small boobs want big boobs and squirters want to be creamers and creamers want to be squirters Mm -hmm. so it's kind of like funny that way um so like yeah i'm definitely like a squirter i squirt almost almost every time i can make myself squirt i'm very like once i got used to doing it i can make myself do it on command Mm -hmm. 
and um, using anything anally is definitely like a way to do that for sure, for sure, like for sure, definitely without a doubt. Um, what else were we going to talk about? Oh yeah, your fetish, like, well, I want to know like if your category, like if you have a category with your work. Um. Well, different sites do it differently. Different things. So, like, if um, like on one site, one site, like um, I guess like on Minivis where I like sell my like pre-recorded videos, I'm just like cam girling. Like, um, sometimes the categories are like girl or fetish, Mm -hmm. and girl is just girl, like girl next door. Oh, okay. You know, I'm kind of vanilla just gonna be vanilla sex mm-hmm. you know just kind of guys who are looking for that sort of thing and then fetish and bdsm is that huge umbrella yeah. of everything else and then under the umbrella of fetish and bdsm you'll find me under the category like switch because mm-hmm. i do submissive and dominant oh, okay. um a lot of people want to know which one of those i am more naturally akin to and it's definitely being submissive um dominant came later as far as being a submissive in that category, you will find me under brat and under pet. And that's what I identify with the most. Um, in the femdom category, you will find me under brat <laughs> again. Um, you'll find me under, like, I, I like being worshipped like a goddess. Mm-hmm. Um, I mostly like to have myself be called queen. Mm-hmm. Um, like I like to be treated like royalty, that sort of thing, um, and I love body worship, and I like manipulation. I'm not very good at humiliation. Mm-hmm. I'm very good at manipulation, and I. Well, what's the difference? Well, how manipulation you, yeah. is like um, manipulation is like the same. It's very very similar to humiliation, except um, I don't have to be calling you a bitch. Like I can mm-hmm. just be telling you what to do. Okay. Like do this and do it now. That's manipulating. Whether and then humiliating is like do this because you're a fucking little worm. Oh, That's okay. humiliation. Oh, okay. Yeah. But me just saying do this because you're a good boy mm-hmm. is manipulation. I can also be called um a psydom, hypnosis dom, where I just talk, use my voice a lot. Mm-hmm. Um that's also what makes me very manipulative is my voice. Um and just talking that person into what we call the subspace, that place in your mind where you kind of let somebody take over. That's where I like to get people, and that's where I like to play. And I do that very softly, very sweetly. Um, I talk to all kinds of different submissive men, slaves, sissies, cuckolds. Um, I like sissies a lot. I have a soft spot for them, soft spot for men who like to be feminized and like to dress up in panties and things like that. And I talk to a lot of men like that. Um, I'm very nice to them. They like it if I, you know, they call their penises clitorises. And I can tell them to rub their little cute clitty and cute-ass pink panties. Show me your ass and your cute pink panties. Don't you look like a pretty slutty little girl? Like, stuff like that. But I'm nice to them. And I like it. (laughs) I don't know why. I I like it. I I like sissies a lot. I do. I like I think men look sexy in lingerie if they if they can handle it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Not every man is like that. Um so yeah, as far as like 
those those categories of fetish but oh big fetishes of mine like huge staple fetishes of mine I am hugely an exhibitionist an exhibitionist is someone who likes to show I love to show I love to show my body Mm -hmm. I love to show what I'm doing I take lots of pictures of myself I like that I like someone watching and that sort of thing I'm a big voyeur so that's watching Mm -hmm. I'm a big voyeur and I'm also a huge like marinthophiliac and what a marinthophiliac is is a person who gets very excited from um, bondage or any type of um, sensory restriction like body restriction Mm -hmm. and that's probably like my like key fetish is um is bondage oh my god it's like it's definitely that thing but I'm very picky with that I'm very good at it so if you're Mm -hmm. not as good as me you won't touch me okay even if you pay me someone just offered to pay me to tie me up but their knots aren't as good as mine or as decorative or as clean or as symmetrical. Mm-hmm. So the answer is no. You know what I mean? But you have to be really good at it yeah. for me to let you. Um, <laughs> and that, that part of um, BDSM to me is one of the most passionate is bondage because you are literally like completely giving up all your power. And it's, I, like, I like being the receiving end or giving end. I can tie up a six foot two man completely, very easily. Hmm. So I've seen this. I don't like watch. Well, I don't watch it, but see it in the thumbnail. Yeah. (laughs) So then, what are the ones where like people are piercing their skin? Oh my gosh, piercers! They're very, very. Um, they're what you would call a very intense masochist. Okay. Masochism is um inflicting pain on oneself Mm -hmm. or having it inflicted upon you. I follow a very intense masochist on Twitter. And she does the piercing shows. She does the obscure shows where she's, like, hanging from something from her skin. And that is, like, literally, like, that is, like, the extreme form of the um, M and BDSM, masochism. The um, fetish of seeking out pain and suffering because they believe it means something. And it's very deep to them. It's very, very deep. And as far as that, like, I am not that deep of a masochist. Like, I could take, like, my hard limits, are, I cannot take any type of, like, um, cutting or mm-hmm. piercing or anything like that, but I can take hot wax. Like, something like that. I can take hot wax. I can take a whipping. I can take a caning. I, you can give me welts, bruises. Like, I can take stuff like that, and I can dish it. Um, but... Um, as far as like piercing and things like that I can't handle but I do follow people who do that sort of thing and they're very very passionate about it they're very very passionate about it freaking yeah I'm too scared to watch them uh, yeah <laughs> I'm like, like oh my gosh freaking I, I just see her little like previews on Twitter and I'm like oh god but she can do it she I mean, looks beautiful doing it I mean it's definitely it's an art it's an art for it's real art. it's an art for real just like how um, Shibari bondage is an art Shibari is a Japanese art of tying someone up. Mm-hmm. And that's when you see, like, the people, they're hanging from the ceiling mm-hmm. and things like that. Like, I really want to go watch that soon. They have it at the kink shop, um, demonstrations and things like that. And I really want to go. I really got to see that. I just got to see it. Like, freaking, I've done, like, a little bit of rigging. Like, I can tie myself up, like, really, really well. Like, um, of course, not to the point where I get stuck. But <laughs> people are always, like... Don't you get stuck? And I'm like, no. You know what I mean? Like, because I, 
wouldn't do that to myself. Yeah, because you did it. Right, because I did. So, <laughs> no, it's always just like um something like on my body to make my body feel very tight. Mm-hmm. It makes me feel like you're having like a hug or something like that all the time. Or like it makes your skin like really like sensitive, like fire up. Like mm-hmm. and it's very hard to describe the feeling unless you've known it, unless yeah. you've had it. Um, and it's uh, it takes a lot to admit that you want it as well it does it does freaking are there any other like fetishes that you have a question about or seen or i mean that was just the one that i was like why is this on here (laughs) (laughs) fucking um any fetishes you're like curious about or haven't seen before oh god i mean i definitely know that there's more that i want to explore Mm mm-hmm do you mind me asking what? I really don't know. I just know that there's more. Because, I don't know, when you have sex, and then when you have vanilla sex, you move mm-hmm. on to, like, other things. I think I'm still, like, progressingly trying to find something that, like... I feel you. I really like. I totally And it you. definitely, it depends on the partner. Some people mm-hmm. do things better than others. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, some people do things better Hell than yeah. others, like... And I'm like, I know I like this, but you're just doing it wrong for me, so I just don't want to do it. Yeah, and that's okay, and that's okay. That's how I feel like, um, that's why I wanted to give my polyamorous life a chance. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, I have one guy who is like, he's such a switch, and I love switch guys. Mm -hmm. I really do, because they'll be submissive orally, and that's really cool. It's really cool, like, a guy who is submissive orally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for you, you know? <laughs> for you, not for him. And they get off on that. They like to just go down on you. And it's wonderful. Yeah, see, I've never... It's wonderful. I said, there's only one person that I could be like, But see, I and like then there's another guy you. who can just give me long strokes <laughs> all night. All night. Yeah. And that's his thing. I wouldn't touch it. That's his thing. I wouldn't even, like, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? That is that guy's thing. Me and him can go six times. Mm, 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 mm. I love him. I love him. And he treats me very, very well. There's another guy. He's just uh, sweet, passionate when I want to go slow, when I want to kiss and cuddle. He says the right things because he knows that. He knows what things to say. Mm-hmm. Um, he treats me like very gently and fragilely freaking and um it's just never like i don't know it's just it's just really nice and that's just how that is mm-hmm. he's good at that yeah yeah and different people are good at different things and i love them all for their differences different things, yeah. for their differences and i like that they like me for my difference you know what i mean i like that a lot and I really wanted to give it a try because some guys like some guys like eating ass and some don't. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> some like when you do this, some like when you do that, or some just stroke you different. Yeah. Some yeah. just stroke you different. Some can freaking stroke you and you just have that one big orgasm and it's like nothing else. Mm-hmm. Some stroke you all night, you come ten times. You know what I mean? And they're all... Di- it's just different. Yeah. It's just different. I can have one, like, body-shaking, earthquaking, like, orgasm with one guy that I've known for six years. I know that nobody can do me like he does. I just know it. You know what I mean? And that's just our thing. And sometimes we fall off, but we recently made up. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> we recently made up and that was cool. <laughs> um, but yeah, freaking. And they all have different fetishes. They all have different fetishes too. One guy really likes anal. Um, one guy, when I see him this week, he can actually, he actually knows how to whip me. Not all, you can't just give a whip to anybody. Not everybody knows how to spank you. Not everybody knows how to do that. Like, he knows how to do that, so I'm going to go to him for that. This one guy knows how to do that, so I'm going to go to him (laughs) for that, you know? (laughs) Like, (laughs) um, and it's just love. I like that a lot. I do. I do. Freaking, um. And they all like to get topped different ways, too, by women. And get dominated by women in different ways. Mm-hmm. Some of them like shit talk. Some of them like dirty talk. Some of them just want to be, like, regular. <laughs> but want it to get intense later. Yeah. <laughs> like, some people want you to bring out the cuffs beforehand. And some people want you to bring out the cuffs during. Mm. So it's kind of like that. <laughs> um, I like that, though. I do. I do. I like it a lot. And I like, um, right now, I guess I like um, belonging to multiple people. I guess. I don't know. I want them all to buy me collars. <laughs> I do. I want them all to buy me collars. That's and fun. So <laughs> that would be so fun. Like, freaking, I want them all to buy me, like, their own individual pairs of, like, kitten ears. Like, which ones they like. And stuff like that. And that would make me really, really happy. That's so cute. Yeah, like, freaking, I want, like, that sort of thing. Like, you know, and I only wear that one around them. They know mm-hmm. that they bought it. I'm with you today. Today's your yeah. day. Yeah, I'm all yours today. I'm not going anywhere. And I like that. I like that a lot. Um, it's kind of like love and favoritism. Mm. One fetish I'm into that I'm scared of going to that place that dark place is sadism being sadistic liking to or getting pleasure from inflicting pain on another person sadism is so like it's so it's so sexy it's like being sadistic you know like that's like when i get pleasure from if i get pleasure from whipping a man like that type of pleasure is very very like passionate and seductive that it almost makes you afraid you know like I mean do I like this too much that Mm -hmm. sort of thing do I like this too much (laughs) (laughs) um I started really liking being sadistic with my last switch boyfriend because he let me tie him up and I haven't ever seen such a big man in such a vulnerable position like that he's 6'2 and I had them all to myself. So that's, like, really crazy. Really crazy to, like, feel yourself in that position, that powerful position, and being able to do what you want and things like that. Like, But I started liking it so much that I couldn't let go of it. And now I, that's how I started, like, really becoming a dominatrix online because I wanted more of that submissive man to play with, that mm-hmm. sort of thing. Yeah, I like it a lot. <laughs> I do. They get so vulnerable and... It's just really, really cute to see a man become soft and submissive and weak. I like that a lot. Freaking, um, can I ask you something? Yeah. Um, so, if you don't mind, what have you tried? <laughs> if you don't mind I've me. I've tried asking. a lot of things. 
like but i like like what like have you tried like i don't know like a blindfold or uh kind of okay 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 <laughs> no, we didn't really do like the full-on thing it was a scarf but okay. it was like more of in the moment yeah but it's just okay so oh man i'm gonna get really deep into this <laughs> i mean <laughs> it's gonna be about me but anyways that's <laughs> all. i guess i'll just talk about the sex part okay so there's this guy yeah that i've like we've only we haven't even talked that much probably mm-hmm. just, just met him this year but i feel like being with him like i felt like i'd done so many different things mm-hmm. like well i just let him try stuff mm-hmm. like the first day like vanilla sex always right <laughs> it's right. always Keep the, it casual Keep yeah casual because that's how you can feel a connection if there is one definitely and then like after that like I've never been spanked so hard till like mm. my butt gets red mm-hmm. and it started bruising like the next day. Oh my god! But I didn't even know how painful like my tolerance was until like, yeah until after and I was like oh shit like oh my god. Freaking did you like? I loved it. Yeah. I loved all of it. Yeah, it's like, fucking great, man. I've never liked eating like when guys eat my pussy. It just never. You never liked it. Never. That's oh why my when god. you said orally, I was like, I don't know. I've always had bad experience. You're what we call strictly dickly. I do. I love penis. You're strictly dickly. Yeah, that's so cute. I love strictly dickly girls. I'm always attracted to strictly dickly girls. I don't know why. (laughs) I always am. It sucks. I'm always that gay girl who like likes girls who like take mad dick. Like I don't know why, but something about y'all are very sexy. Never enjoyed oral. Like never. And I mean, this guy Mm -hmm. like does it though. Like does it in a way where I'm like, oh my god. Oh my god. And I think that's why I was like starting to like get super yeah i fell in love with him i was like oh my god i think i love you <laughs> <laughs> that's so cute but yeah it was like that was the wow time i actually liked oral and i'm like he's the only one who gives it to me and like yeah so we did that in what way did you like it did you like it like i don't know what it is because i feel like every time people eat my pussy it's just like i get really wet already yeah so I'm just oh, okay. like don't add that's more what... wetness to the wetness that's strictly dickly girls that's how they are every strictly dickly girl i know says that yeah <laughs> They all say that, that it's just, like, too wet already, and let's just go. You know yeah. what I mean? That's hilarious. I am not like that. I must be eating out first. <laughs> well, not I, I I'll be a brat about it. Yeah. <laughs> I like it before and after. <laughs> before and after. But it's only because I can take a real pounding. Like, I can really take a long pounding. But that is so cute. Freaking, did you feel submissive while you were eating your pussy or dominant? Submissive. Like he just oh, does it so well. I, so I don't cute. think I don't think I could ever or I shouldn't say ever, but I feel like if I'm drunk enough, I'm a more dominant person. Oh my sure. god, that's so like, hot. Because yeah. on a regular, like I like being submissive. Yeah. I don't say much. I yeah. like I feel you. Yeah. Very docile. Also found out like my, my like, you know, vagina face yeah. is, looks different from like when I get anal and I'm really? like, Yeah. Because yeah. when I when I get anal I look more like excited oh my god like, so do i happy. like i'm so and then happy when I for no have reason vaginal penetration it's like i feel it's, it and it's just like it's like s- beautiful agony yes oh that's, that's perfect what we, explain it. that's what we call it that's what we call it online when you make a video of you masturbating but it's just your face mm-hmm. we call it beautiful agony because that's the face that we make when we're getting penetrated yeah. from in our vagina that's what it's beautiful agony and that's what it is but anally it's like hello like <laughs> oh my god like my eyes lit up like so crazy yeah. and that's how it is just about every time with that like it's just 
different. It really is. Like, it's just different. It is. The guy was like, why are you smiling? I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) Because I'm, like, (laughs) fucking elated right now. Like, I'm fucking ecstatic right now about what's happening. And, like, I just can't stop being excited about it for some reason, like, the whole way through. Freaking, and I feel like even my face is different when I'm, um, I'm giving oral as well. Freaking, my oral face is completely different from when I'm getting penetrated. Mm-hmm. Like, that face is so much different. Um, my eyes cross sometimes, depending oh, wow. on how big he is, or what I'm like, how far I'm trying to go, or whatever, depending on how big he is. Like, freaking on some hentai stuff, like, really. But, like, um, I, I really do like, um, I like submitting orally. I love cock worship. It's great. Like, I love cock worship. As much as I like worship on me, I like to worship them as well. Um, and I think that that is, like, really fun. Like, <laughs> it is. It's really fun. Like, and I'll do that sort of thing. Like, I've done it very kinky. Like, um, I've done, like, if you just take one sexual act, like giving a blowjob, it can become very kinky from, um, like, my ex, me and him, only did oral for the first month that we were together, and we did not do penetration at all. So we got to know each other in a whole other type of way. And um, to submit to him, sometimes he would have me um, give him blowjobs. He had this huge, like, lazy boy red velvet chair. It just made him look like a king. And I would be on my knees, and I would just fold my hands behind my back. No mm-hmm. rope, no nothing. And that's a way of submitting, because I'm not using my hands at mm-hmm. all. And I would give him blowjobs like that. I've given him blowjobs with a collar and leash on, with a blindfold on, with... Um, I have this, like, super submissive, like, slave mask that's pink, and it goes over my head, and it has no eye holes. So you're, like, blinded, but it mm-hmm. just has a mouth hole. And it's, like... That gives me the craziest oral fixation feeling I've ever had in my life. Like, it is completely very, very intense. Like, but I love it. I love it. And um, it was just like, those are like three different levels of being submissive and doing one sexual act right there Mm -hmm. without, um, and I haven't even mentioned cuffs, (laughs) haven't even mentioned rope, haven't mentioned any of that stuff. Just very simple tools, Mm -hmm. like um, just folding your hands or using a, his tie. He always had very nice ties. They were always like silk, stuff like that. His family bought him nice things. So I loved his ties. I loved him um, like using them around my eyes or whatever, because they were always really soft mm-hmm. and things like that. Um, or even, um, and then like if I, and I have sucked, I have, a, I have sucked his cock like completely bind, binded before, and that's like, that's like a completely different thing. Um, I have a lot of energy. <laughs> I do. <laughs> like, I get tired. It's so I weird. do. Like, like I, I could love something energy. so much, but then I get tired. I'm like, I, I totally I do get tired too. Though, like, don't get me wrong. I get tired. Like, freaking, like, because when you're having a session like that, um, sex becomes longer. Mm-hmm. It becomes longer. It becomes like, you know, hour, two hour long, three yeah. hour, whatever. Like, all day, whatever. <laughs> it becomes longer, but um, I feel like um, that's definitely like. Um, kind of like beginner entry ways into like getting more kinky with the person <laughs> that you. you're with. <laughs> you're welcome. Begin. Yeah, that's like one way of like really breaking it down. That was like our whole like month, kind of like mm-hmm. um, of us like just just doing that. 
and that was really cool like it was very very cool very very cool I I would love to start off another relationship that way but at the same time like I don't think I could because now that I've accepted myself polyamorously mm-hmm. he's just him and he's the only person that can start that relationship that way yeah because he's just him you know and my other relationships are going to start there are other ways yeah, other right. special ways you know what I mean um like one of them is starting with like my one guy he's young but he likes hotels so that's how we started with just going to hotels you know and that's cool too that's fine but we like kind of started off like completely like get your gear bring your gear <laughs> have everything <laughs> whereas me and him start off very slow very passionate mm-hmm. um very emotional very emotional um and I, I really I dug it that way I really did I dug it that way like even with like us doing anal we always took steps like first it was first it was his cock then next came the beads mm-hmm. then next came the plug mm-hmm. you know what I mean like stuff like that it was like very gradual and that's how you should do it in any relationship period don't ever try anything real quick I yeah. would tell my brother that don't ever be like, oh in the middle oh oh <laughs> no you're gonna put yourself off and you're gonna mm-hmm. put the other person off too yeah yes do it slow do it slow like you know one week at a time Really, one week at a time. And not only that, but you will romance the shit out of each other by doing that. By doing it slow. (laughs) Step by step. Toy by toy. (laughs) (laughs) Toy by toy. Definitely. So any final, like... I mean, you already taught us so much about how to project. I kind of like that. I'm like... This is what we're learning today. Oh, my God. Freaking, I actually, How to like, explore properly. <laughs> I freaking love... I have a serious passion for sexual education. A serious passion for it. Especially we didn't get any of it in school. Like, not the right way. Not the right way at all. But once I started educating myself and yeah. researching... All, this is all a knowledge I got from online articles, books, mm-hmm. and things like that. Because I really wanted to understand human beings. I want to understand myself as a human being. And myself as a sexual human being, number one. And um, once I learned, I just wanted to tell anyone who would ask. Yeah. Anyone who would ask. So, like, freaking, you can ask me anytime. I would love to break shit down for you. <laughs> Let me educate you for a second. <laughs> freaking on how to introduce your girl to cock worship. Or yeah. how to introduce your girl to anal. This is how you do it. And my friends have asked also. Some of my friends from, like, high school, like, okay, so since you're doing this, I'm trying to get my girl to, you know... How do I get her to... Because I feel like everyone wants to do it at some point. It's just who brings it up first. Who brings it up. Who does it right. How you bring it up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's so hard. Freaking. One thing that my ex always did was he brought flowers. Whether he picked them outside or whatever. Bring flowers. Bring a gift. Let it be wrapped. Let it be a little... It was a little red box with a red ribbon with anal beads in it. (laughs) You gotta do it like that. You have to do it like that. Yeah. Do it like that and just let it sit there. Don't be Mm -hmm. like, we're using this tonight at Mm -hmm. 9 p.m. No. Let it sit there. Let Mm -hmm. her meander around it. Yeah. Let her walk around it, look at it, stare at it, touch it, put it down. Let her do all of that. Let her imagination go there. Yeah. Because when it's time to use it, 
everything will be right, yeah. fall into place. Yeah, like definitely. And um, I, I just love like I love teaching people how to do this. I really do. Like when I can, when I can, I'm going back to <laughs> you school. Did a YouTube video about how to I'm do going that. back to school to become a sexologist. <laughs> I'm telling you, like yes, I would love to become a sexologist. I could talk about any any of this stuff all day. And thank I mean, you. I think people need more of it. Anyway. <laughs> Freaking and thank you so much. Lily, for letting me talk about all of this shit all day with you. It's been this amazing. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I know I need her on the show. I just know I need to do this. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. I would love to come back. Yeah, well, we'll definitely have you back. Okay. I mean, if I try mm-hmm. anything new, I'll be like, okay, right back. Right <laughs> I need to tell you about this. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes, I would fucking love that. Oh, my God. I would love that so much. So thank you guys for listening. Um, This was super fun to do. Yeah. So fun that it got two parts. (laughs)